things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. from Mike and Mike Production Studio here in Deltona, Florida. And this is our inaugural episode of what, Eric? The Smoking Truth. The Smoking Truth, full-flavored and unfiltered. I can't wait for this to happen. A um, little bit first, we get going. We're going to tell you about how we're going to proceed every week. We're going to have a weekly podcast here with my good friend, Eric. Um, and we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and what our hopes are for the studio uh, podcast here and how we're going to bring it to you. Uh, we'll be talking about politics going on in the state of Florida. We'll be talking about local politics that matter to you. So we'll be covering the county and the state and the city of Deltona here because we're coming to you live from beautiful Deltona. And um, I may, Dana, I may even spice up a little federal stuff too once in a blue moon. Federal. We got we to gotta have a little federal in there because everybody we're gets amped up. Bringing the spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna to have to spice. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. I got to do my homework on that one, <laughs> yeah. though. No, yeah. no, that's okay. But I, no, I'll keep it very high level. Mm-hmm. So this way, you know, until you get a little bit more, I get it. So, you know, Dana obviously operates um, in more local politics and we'll get into some other stuff. But uh, I want to bring a, at least a little bit of the national stuff because uh, I know it's important to you all. And we definitely want to get into a little bit without getting too far into weeds. This show is a no-weed zone. Let me tell you that. Uh, but he I'll lies. Leave it at that. I'll leave it at that, though. I'm he sits <laughs> on a red chair of lies already. But what I'll tell you is I that called it. Listen, you just lost. I called it five minutes. You'd be lying into yeah, this. So well, yeah. you know, hey, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll keep a check on that. But anyways, um, yeah, we'll get into uh, some other, um, some other um, uh, federal issues as well, too. So just uh, – but – Dana's going to take over from here, and uh, we'll, we'll get into some other things. So go ahead, Dana. So, guys, we wanted to let you know that we have a vacuum of good discourse here in the area we thought, and we could start. The goal of our podcast is to get people kind of in the middle, the place where everybody is good talking. And Eric and I have had our best conversations over cigars, oh, yeah. and we have long conversations, and we find ourselves usually at the end of that time We've solved a problem and created another, so we have continuing education. I know when it's time to go after a little while when my wife starts texting me, and I'm going, Dana, i got to go home. (laughs) The missus is calling. (laughs) So we have them over cigars. We invite you down. Um, Our home is down in the dungeon, down in the podcast studio Mm -hmm. of the Cigar Hustler here in Deltona, Um, and they have fine cigars here. What do you... What are you smoking today? I'm actually doing Undercrown by Drew, uh, Drew Estates. Nice. So do you know that I went to, uh, Drew had something going on, a little barn burner, mm-hmm. about a month ago. I went to one. and I, I never, didn't get an invite. Well, I'm sorry about that. Did it you was, get stashed? Did you Repu- get booty? It, it was Republican only. Anyways, no. Um, so anyways, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, Wait, is that the bougie thing you went to, the, like the Republicans dress up and whoa, they call whoa, whoa, it country? Whoa. No, no, we'll get into that. No, uh, no, that's, okay. that's something All else. Right, no, go ahead. Good. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. No, it was a barn burner, so I never had, I never really went into Undercrown. I used. You know, I have a couple different um, cigars that I go to as my, my go-to cigars. And uh, so I tried the Undercrown, and I, I liked it. And so whenever I get a chance, I'll, I'll do another one. So that's what I have today, the Undercrown. Yeah, I used to be, uh, yeah, yeah. My go-to is this Habana here by Pestania, who Greg and Mike blend and make this cigar. Um, it's become my favorite. It's just a good everyday cigar. Um, there's one upstairs I'm going to introduce you to next Ooh. week, the Big BDP. Ooh. That's my, yeah. Those are um, those right. are nice and spicy. Those are a good beach cigar. All right. Yeah, you got to enjoy that. Right. Yeah, so I usually stick to something a little more basic and simple. Although I will go into so I do La, La Gloria, um, and as you'll notice, I'll say that every once in a while with a nice little accent there because of, I'm going to give a shout out to my, my my Puerto Ricans that are out there listening just in case. But um, I lo- I usually listen to uh, I mean I listen to Smoke La Gloria. A couple others. I do Oliva. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the Milano uh, Oliva cigars. Uh, so big shout out to uh, Oliva cigars. Um, but yeah, usually I stay within that range. I don't go too far out. Um, sometimes I get a little crazy, but those are kind of my my go tos. So. Yeah. Oh yep. Yeah. And once again, I'm sorry, Dan, but once again, thank you to Cigar Hustler and, and the team here. They're they're awesome. So if you get a chance, come on out and visit them, please. Yeah. If you have something to say and you want the right way to say it in the right platform, get with Mike and Mike Productions. Um, we'll have some information because really they have put together this universe of podcasts yeah. and production that are great. They are like number one in the cigar world. Um, they have a sports podcast going on with some crazy guys. I, I can't even touch that, yeah. right? Um, they have a 
um, another show that they do, a shit show that they do um, that is really popular. Um, and so they have a great universe going on. So come out and, uh, and visit them, too. They have a second-to-none uh, lounge upstairs, yeah. import import beers. You yeah. know, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cigars. Yeah, yeah, wide range. Obviously, I'm a... I'm a black coffee person when I drink my uh, when I drink my cigars. Uh, if not, I will t- from time to time. You drink your cigars. Yeah, when I when did I say drink? Yeah. I, when I drink my coffee, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You oh, got geez. it. That'll happen from time to time, folks. But don't listen to Dana. So yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I w- I usually uh, will have a, a cup of a black coffee with my cigars. Uh, if not, I'll get a nice cabernet, or if not, a good bottle. Of, I mean, a good uh, yeah, bottle of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, especially from upstairs, these guys do a phenomenal job. So if you get a chance, once again, uh, get down to Cigar Hustler. If you're a cigar smoker. This is the place to be, especially if you're in the, um, the Deltona area. So check them out. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so with that gratuitous promotion mm-hmm. there, yeah. Yeah. and that, trust that. me when I say that's born out of love mm-hmm. right yes, there. Sure. It, yes, they, yes. Listen, they are they are cigar culture. You yes. know what I mean? They're fantastic. So that being said, we want to give you a little background here um, on Eric and I. I'm not particularly political, but I am outspoken. But I've been learning over the last four years, five years or so, why did you just cast a lie on me? Yeah, I did. You said he says I'm not really political, and I'm just like you know, just uh, you know, <laughs> activist. But anyways, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get into that, into that in a second here. <laughs> those are those are um, those are beastly politician. They're the activists. All right, there. all right. Yeah. She's a good person, though. No, no, no. Go, yeah, go ahead, uh, go ahead, hey, forget about it. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, so Eric and I met about five years ago. Yep. I came into his office. I was having a problem locally here with something, and basically what it was is I had a water bill uh, in Deltona, and the water bill was outrageous. I didn't have a leak, spent a lot of money, went in front of the commission. I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere with it. So I walked into the state rep's office. Eric was L.A. for um, David Santiago at the time, and I went into his office, and our relationship began from there. Um, and I have learned so much over the last um, few years about how to really meet in the middle and yeah. how we talk about getting things solved. Um, I later ran for office and won that seat, and so now I'm a sitting Deltona commissioner. I love what I do there. I love the city of Deltona. Um, I really do feel like one of Deltona's daughters. I do. I love everything about Deltona. Um, and Eric and I, over the years, have uh, we formed a friendship. Yep. Yeah, and despite our differences, I mean, as you can see, I'm blue, he's red. However, our common denominator is we have a blue and red here because we really want to talk about getting in the middle. We want to talk about the things that are divisive in a way that is um, we want to be provocative in the fact that we get you to thinking and talking to one another. And when I say that, we talk and we listen to one another. And so Eric is a fantastic guy. I've learned a lot from him. And um, I lived here in Deltona almost 20 years, and um, activism is in my blood. I'm a huge supporter of women's rights. I am a huge supporter of um, rights for children. I am a huge supporter of what's right and what's wrong and talking about the elephant in the room because we really don't get to do that a lot. We've stopped doing that, um, and we want to do that um, and not be divisive. I mean, we're going to argue because we do, right? Yeah. But – we agreed that we would, you know, we would be honest, right? And we would talk about the things that keep us talking for three hours. Um, and usually our, what? No, no, I was just going to say, so she says, but I'll get into the whole, like, you know, anyways, it's all, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Go ahead, Dana, finish up. Go ahead. Sweetie. Yeah, thank you. I got to interject once in a blue Thank you, just, thank uh, you, yeah. thank you. So, in following, we don't really have a scripted format here. You noticed Eric and I are both note takers, but that's because he's getting old and... Uh, yeah, and senile. Exactly. Oh, yeah, my kids remind me every friggin' day. I'm just I'm getting a little... It is what it is. I love my kids. But God bless them. You hear that? Like how a, you added that? Like I like how you recovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you say, like you say in the South, God bless them, you know? No, bless their heart. Oh, bless their... Oh, that's right. I forgot. Bless their heart. Yeah. yeah we'll, exactly. get into, we'll get into some of my isms in a few minutes. Yeah, here, we so, will. Yeah. 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 I want you to get to know this guy because he's fantastic. He's been fantastic for our community. Uh, he's been really, really involved with local um, community for a long time, you know, and has helped provide um, support for our city, for our residents for a long time, and continues to do that in Tallahassee. And I found him incredibly easy to talk to. Um, he's very fuckwithable. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets triggered about a lot of stuff, and sometimes we do that to one another. No, just she, kn- and she knows how to do it, too. She'll call me up. I'm in the middle of something. I'll get into me and my background a little bit, but she'll call me up 
I'm in the middle of something in Tallahassee, and she'll call me, and she's like, Eric, what the fuck are you guys doing in Tallahassee? And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, Dana. Take it easy, my dear. <laughs> Listen, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Give me some time. We'll talk about it because I want you to understand what's going on behind this, a little bit behind the scenes, but both sides and where I think things may end up. It's not all as crazy as you may think it is, but that's, yeah, that's Dana. That's Dana, my dear friend, calling me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about that because we are so both staunchly um, support our parties, but we also um, take a pragmatic view of how we get to the middle and how we yeah. discuss topics and we make them okay. You know, and, and, and so in doing that, in the spirit of that, Eric and I have both agreed to some, um, you know, ground rules-ish about yeah. not attacking other politicians from the other side, yeah. right? But we do have a little bit of room with that, right? Yeah, so I mean, the goal is obviously is to make sure, as Dana was saying, is, you know, I will have from time to time, um, you know, something I may do, but the, the goal is not to be overly personal. Uh, but, hey, sometimes you got to call BS where BS is at, and it, and it is what it is. Um, but uh, what I'll tell you is that, you know, we, the goal, like Dana said earlier, is to try and figure out a way to get to the middle. We'll joke around a little bit. You know, we'll make some, uh, we'll make some commentary here and there, and some of you may not like it, and some of you may think it's the most awesome comment that you heard. Um, but the idea is to get some emotion out of you to get you thinking about what we're talking about. Um, so some of what we may say, um, like I said, this is, this podcast may not be for all listeners, um, and I'll be and I'll, I'll forewarn everybody: it's not for all listeners. But for I think for the vast majority of people who want to listen, uh, if you can excuse some of the f bombs that may get dropped from time to time, or the BS or whatever, what I'll tell you is the goal is to try to find always how do can we come to the middle? If we can't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's all right. I can't tell you how many times. I don't agree with Dana on certain issues. I go, girl, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut it off right here. Um, but I, I, you know, but it's okay. And we walk away friends. And I want you to understand that when you look at us or you're hearing us on this podcast, or if you're viewing us on a stream somewhere, um, that you, I hope it comes through that you know we are genuinely friends. And um, but anyways, and I'll uh, if you want, Dana, I'll go into a little bit about yeah, and I'll go into a little bit about my background. Go for it, Eric. Right. So. Um, man, where did politics start for me? Always loved politics. Uh, I think it's a little bit in my blood. My dad's um, Portuguese, and I always tell people you never meet a Portuguese person without you know knowing something about politics. They'll drag you in right away. It's like the it's like the mafia, you know. They just keep pulling you back in. Um, but I I had a love of politics for a very very long time. Probably going back about twelve years ago, I met up with someone, and uh, we, you know at a local race got involved. Things kind of just you know developed a certain way. Two years later, you know. I got the call to sit here and, hey, would you want to be an aide? And we were kind of coming out of the, the Great Recession. And so I had left my dad's business of construction, which I did not want, you know, I hated doing. But, you know, things got a little tough for my dad and my brother, so I decided to step away. Um, thankfully, today they're doing very well. Um, but I got into politics uh, at the Tallahassee level, and I've been there uh, ever since. Um, with Dana, I was just, listen, you know, like she said earlier, four or five years ago, she came in on this water bill issue, and then I, we had gotten like one or two calls to the office already, and I had a few people calling me up, and then she was known as the uh, as the, the penny lady, right? Because she walked in with a the crazy pen, the, the crazy, crazy penny lady. I don't know how listen, I don't know how you all do it back, you know, wherever you live, but all I can tell you, she came with with a wagon full of pennies. I'm sitting there, and when I heard about this, I said, "What the fuck is she doing?" But it made a statement, and I listen. Many, many people may not agree, but it made a statement, and I, you know, it caught my attention. And uh, I, one day, we, I just I told uh, our our district aide at the time. I said, "Hey, you know, ha- call her back, get her in here. Let's talk." And we sa- we sat down. Man, the first time we sat down for about an hour and a half, probably yeah, yeah. going over the issue. And it's not something that's not uncommon for folks in Deltona. And probably, you know, if listen, if if the chance that this thing gets out even further, no matter what city or county you're, you're living in, water and infrastructure is always going to be an issue. Um, and there's no, I don't know if there's a hundred percent right way to do it. I think cities and counties are trying to get to a better place. Um, and there's always room for improvement. Anyway, so she came up to me, we chatted for about an hour and a half and I went to my boss at the time and I just said, look, you know, we, we got to try and figure out a way to do something. Um, so beyond what we did, Dana and I maintained our, our contact and our, and it developed into a friendship, um, through cigars and just through conversation in general, uh, about politics. Obviously, you know, Dana's a Democrat, I'm a Republican, we're going to, argue probably or, or discuss a number of issues that come up. We'll try to do it in a fun way as well. Um, we'll but we believe that there's a vacuum here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've always told folks, and I, what I want everybody to understand is that, you know, I come from this with a, from a good place. 
of really trying to understand where Dana's at a lot of times, and I think she does the same for me. Look, my goal is not here to convert people into some sort of Republican cult. You, you believe the way you believe. So I, you are admitting the Republicans are a cult. Yeah, we're a cult. We're a good cult, too. Okay. I think we're better than Democrats. Okay, go for it. So anyways, um, no, but listen, I, I think that um, there is there is an, a void in a vacuum here where people are just, you know, they're shouting at each other. Uh, yep. Listen, if you want Trump, 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 DeSantis, 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 or Ted Cruz all day long, hey, they got Fox News and Newsmax and all that other stuff, that's fine. And then if, it, look, if you're a diehard Republican, I get it. I respect it. Not a problem. Hey, I, I go in and watch the channels myself. If you're a Democrat and all you're listening to is MSNBC and Rachel Maddow and all kinds of other nonsense from like Beto O'Rourke and whoever else. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, did I just do that? Hey, hey. That's how I did that passive aggressive just. That's <laughs> good. Where is Beto? Yeah. Where well, is Beto? So I want everybody to see over here. I got my little. I got my little. I'm sorry. I got everybody to see over here. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is all new for me. So I want everybody to see. This is my Beto Wilson ball over here, right? Uh, and from time to time. We're going to have, like, I'll take the tape off, and it may be Elizabeth Warren, or it may be AOC, some crazy, I may even get a few Republicans, we'll see. But I just, um, I just want you to know that, I want you to know, uh, right over here, all right, here we go, look at that. I want everybody to see it, and see the, the name Beto. Um, anyways, yeah, everybody, the production's team telling me, hey, man, make sure everybody gets a good shot of that. But that's my Beto Wilson ball for today because i got to come after the liberals once in a blue They're moon. They say you're too far from the mic. And I talked to, talk ah. to someone about liberals. You know who I talked to? Have a martini. That's all I'm going to say about being liberals because he was at a thing the other day screaming about elbowing in the head libertards. You know oh, I mean? yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking I know, about? I know you Have do. a martini. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, now, well, that's why I got the coffee. Hey, and I told I him. I may have to go a little louder if I back up a little hey, tiny bit. I, I told the him. The going to get mad as hell at me. Trust me, I know. Listen, I told him that he was vowing to represent me too. You mm. know what I mean? And we talk about the woke culture and, oh, but you're not woke. And I said, I'm pretty awake, brother. You know what I yeah. mean? So these are the things yeah, that we're talking about. she's pretty awake. Yeah. I'm pretty awake, brother. Well, listen. In that spirit, yeah. I've met Beto, and I have two people in Florida politics that I abhor. Okay. And you're just going to have to sit here no, no, and I take know. it. Sit I know. In, just sit in it for I a know. minute. I don't okay? know what the hell I'm going to do here. I anyways, go I'm ahead. I'm going to introduce you, and I think that we can all agree that these are two assholes in Florida politics that have no... No room. Remember, in folks. Politics. She said it, not Eric. Okay, I just want you to know that. Okay, <laughs> so. Yeah, but we agreed that I I didn't say anything. You know, I love Beto, but and we talked about that. Okay, I love I love you, Beto. I talk about that. I thought you were going to talk about him throwing the MF, the big MF bomb this weekend. No, no, I'm not going to go that far just yet. Okay. He's just my crazy liberal that I like to have every once in a blue moon. Okay. I, and it's going to come around some others as well. But so anyways, let me talk to you now. Let me introduce you to my friends. My most hated nemesis in Florida politics is near. He, he works with you, right? Ish. Just say ish. Yeah, yeah ish. Yeah, yeah, ish, yeah, ish, ish. You know, ish. ish. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that we can all agree on this. Brevard's own Randy Fine. Now we have new. You saw the new stuff with him, right? Talking about the transsexual attacking somebody at the school. Oh, I didn't know it wasn't a real thing. I was just told about it. It, there's a reason why Randy Fine sucks in my book. He's not a good man. I will, I, will does, say however, his com support. I will say that his comments are his own, and they yeah. do not reflect my own personal comments, but, you know, anyways. He support <laughs> I will tell you this, though. I can say, you know how we talked about saying something at yeah. least positive and adding to the situation. I will tell you that it is highly understood that Randy Fine, he supports single mothers, if you know what I mean, okay? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Fine, and I only have one other person. Randy will come to I'm gonna visit. Com I'm going to comment on some of this in just a moment, folks, while well, I'm just kind of staying a little quiet for you a moment. So, let let, I'm going to let Dana just do her Thank thing. You. Go ahead, Dana. Go ahead, Dana. We're, we're going to get into it Yeah, already. I know, I know. You know that. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm getting ready to because I'm getting ready to get fired up in a second here. <laughs> Listen, you know he's a troll. You know he's a troll. So, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Fine, and we're going to bring Randy out. Randy, and let tell, I don't have a drink on the table, will be my pounding doll here. You know what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, Randy. My second least favorite person, they, they kind of run tied. This is Matt Gates, ladies and gentlemen. And let's talk about Matt. Can I tell you, though? Can I, one, real Wait, do you know what's wrong? I need to tell you. Go ahead. Why he's not that recognizable 
is because his nose has gone from having it shoved so far up DeSantis's butt. Whoa, whoa. So I'm just going to say that's why it's I want him to comment on this, Dana. It's just that those dolls, are, they're, they're awesome. Thanks. I mean, meaning that from the perspective of they just look fucking phenomenal. They are I'm going to just, that's all, that's all I'm going to comment on. I won't go any further than that, but I'll just say that they actually look, from, from your perspective, they actually look They are. Great. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we got the pins on order for Matt Gates. And See, anytime I, you do something wrong here, I'm gonna poke Matt, so I'm just All letting right. you know. All right, so I, I gotta be careful then. I don't want Matt. Right. Get, I don't want to get Matt poked up too much. Other you know? than that, I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty palatable with you yeah. know the state politics, yeah. except you know who. So I want everybody to understand that you know, um, as part of my you know introduction, I'll just tell you that I still work what we call in the process, which is the legislative process. Oh my God. We're giving five dollars right now. No, I know. No, we'll no, get no. we'll get into that. Right. I don't have I don't have money on me right Ten dollars right there. Yeah. All right. So we'll anyways, get into that. Uh, in this legislative process, I still work. Fifteen. And so what I'll do is um, many of these individuals, obviously, I know on some level, or I run into them from time to time, and their staff. Um, so obviously, I want I want you all to kind of get a good perspective of what we do from um, from time to time and how it happens. Uh, obviously, I have to be a little. You know, I want to try and push the envelope a little bit, but I want you all to know that I can be a resource for anybody who's interested on what's happening in Tallahassee. Um, I may not be, com- be be able to comment on everything because there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes, um, working towards a better goal in many ways, or maybe depending on your perspective. Um, so when I when I see the dolls, right, with the exception of Matt now, who's at the congressional level. Uh, when I see the Randy Fine doll, I will tell you this though. Let me let me just comment on one. Oh thing. my God, we're already going with the dough. No, dough, whoa, 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 dough. whoa, wait a minute. Wait, no, no, wait a minute. Uh, wait okay, a minute. Okay, wait a okay. minute. What I will tell you is that you know, at just at this level, um, I'll say, look, Randy Fine is a very intelligent individual, and he is a he's uh, awesome uh, when he's out there debating individuals. Uh, when it comes to the issues that he believes in, that he's fighting for that moment in time as far as when it comes to Republicans in the legislature. Would that be like... I may not necessarily always agree with some of the comments that may... Then, like I said, those are his comments, and it may not be reflective of me personally, uh, but a, a wildly intelligent individual, and I'll just leave that at that. You can just go... You can rip him apart. Can I just tell you something? So was Ted Bundy and Jeff Dahmer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We I'm just saying that. they were intelligent, too. You're Holy making that shit, argument. Geez. I'm just saying both of them were, too. So I wouldn't go that far, but well, I'm you know. Ted Bunny and Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I'm just All saying. Right. So, you know, as we move along here, obviously, yeah. there are things that pop up every week. And we decided that we want to have guests on also. It's not just going to be us all the time because we have some great, great leaders here yes. in our community that we need to hear from. Um, and, and Eric was right. Eric, uh, I have found working with, other than when Randy Fine called someone a whore <laughs> and I called 30 <laughs> state reps and no one returned my call and I was disappointed in all the women leaders that didn't, you know, call him out for that. But you, you want to keep on going? You keep weren't on. It, listen, you weren't in session at the time, so I'm going to let that fly, okay? Oh, I'm I just going to – but, hey, so session, it's all bets are off. If yeah. you're in session – you know what I'm saying? I know. But Eric is correct. We have a lot of resources uh, up in Tallahassee. We have some fine state reps. We do. I agree 100%. Uh, look, there's a f- I will say from my own personal perspective. Did you see? Are, I saw that with a straight face. Yeah, I know. I know. Jeez. Unbelievable. I, what I'll tell you is that there are some, uh, there's a number of great uh, reps out there bo- on, on both sides, I'll Wait, say. say that part again. On both sides. Okay. Yeah, I want you. Well, that was the whole fucking point of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, I, but I needed to hear it again. I mean, you know, I just uh, if you want to make this the Rachel Dana show, you know, you can do that all day long. I thought we were trying to come to the middle over here. I'm Dana. in the middle. All right. Uh, there's a number of great state reps uh, in Tallahassee that work for Tallahassee or work for the constituents of Florida. Um, there are some that I, you know, question, and we may get into some of that. I may not call them out directly because I have to be a little careful with that. But uh, well, you it, it, at least you want to do the rhymes with. I, I may. Well, that code names. Remember, we, yeah, talked, we, about we talked about code, code names. names. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of code names and, and a code signal, um, at some point in time, we will get into the whole like $15 process thing. Um, we're not going to do it just yet. We will okay. reveal the process at some point in time. Fucking $20. Why, why Dana gets onto this whole shit about the process. Now it's $25. 20 fucking $5. Already. I have made. I have monetized. We've monetized. I've monetized this. It's going to go to charity, too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have the jar here. Brother, because listen, I think that it should be for F-bombs and for that other word. All right. The F-bombs are a quarter, though. Or a dollar? Maybe a dollar? A dollar. All right. Because we that need to just... clean it up. No, I know. I know. So I listen. I told Because why? Listen. Because why? Because you need your mother to listen. Yeah. Get, my mom wants to listen. I Well, I heard. She, oh, then she then again, look, I try to get my mom to scoop on the whole thing on it a little bit. And I kind of warned her. I said, hey, mom, there may be some, you know. 
Um, she wasn't crazy about it as, as I expected mother wouldn't be. Um, so, Mom, I'm sorry. I hear you. Um, but it's just it's all part of the show, the sunglasses or whatever. It's just part of the character. Um, but there is a lot of me that will come out in this show just on a, just as you know for general purposes. And, and but that's what we like. That's yeah. why we sit three hours later and we're yeah. finishing up. Good you're going to hey, hear some stuff too. I'm going to come in with some isms. We're going to get into that in just a second here. Um, and then I'm going to but I'm going to rip the bandaid off here in just a moment. I, I'm oh getting my a little god, bit he's ripping the. Um, but uh, I'll get into some of my isms and what the shit that bothers me sometimes and 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 what I've used before as a kid growing up in New Jersey. And the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing as well. I want people to understand, too, that there are cool Republicans out there. I don't want people just to think that, oh, all Republicans are stuffy. There's a few out there. But there's a lot of us out there, man, who are just like, hey, they wear the glasses. They do the F-bomb once in a blue moon. They do shit. They do the whatever. I got a new word I'm going to introduce to you guys here. It's, it's, it's a classic from New Jersey. I'm going to call everybody, uh, some people, momos. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, and but I just want to point out that Democrats, we don't have to prove that we're cool. Everyone... Knows that we're cool. Yeah, okay, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're I'm so just going to say, listen, I'm going to say this. You got a couple of momos in your party. I'm going to tell you that right I'm now. I'm going to tell you, let's <laughs> talk about that because we're going to have to talk about our two subjects here coming up. Mm. Just a quick rundown, guys. Usually what we're going to do, we're going to um, alternate about every other week. We're going to have a guest come on. Um, we have, we're going to do segments just because we think that it covers a wide range of subjects here. So, our segment will be called What's Smoking This Week? What's under your skin? What's going on? Yeah. What happened? What can we work on, like locally? Yeah. Things locally, and what can we ask um, our state reps to take back to Tallahassee that we all agree on? And then on. she came up with this great idea, which I love. Let me tell you, Dana, is, she's got a lot of ideas. So she came up with, so when we have our guests, it's not just about what's smoking, but who's in the ashtray. Who's in the ashtray, baby? I love that. And we can't, oh, oh, this is another one. This is a classic that she came up with. I love this shit. This is great. So she also came up. We're going to do probably a nub of the week or maybe a nub of the month. Nub of the month. Nub of the month. Because we wanted assholes not we to wanted, be that Yeah, nub. we wanted to be cigar-centric with the whole thing with the nub. and so, But at the same time, it is the ass end of the cigar. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so uh, you know, we'll come up with a nub, of the, a nub of the month. And then I want everybody to also understand, too, that we, are the, the, um, we also want to finish out the show. Uh, I don't know if we'll do it this week, but um, we do want to finish out the show with, with highlighting either hero. For me, it's going to be a lot of times veterans. I'm a veteran myself of the United States uh, Armed Forces. I was a Navy uh, uh, individual. My wife was in the Marine Corps. My father-in-law was in the Marine Corps in Vietnam. And uh, and so I want to highlight as many veterans as I can, um, and I'll, I'll highlight others as well. My, a lot of teaching, teachers in my in my family, so if I can highlight some teachers. Teachers, my family yeah. too, and we're big on that. Yeah. You'll hear us talk a lot about our yeah, teacher yeah. champions. Oh yeah, the good doctor will keep us informed with that. If you don't yeah. know, Eric, who is your who is your wife that you married ab um, above your station? And yeah, way above my station. So my wife is Dr. Christina Raimondo, and so honey, I'm sorry if uh, some people find the show a little bit out of their own little taste, but um, uh, she is someone who's in education. She lives and breathes education. She works at the district level uh, in Volusia, and so she she lives and breathes education. She has a passion for the kids. For her. She does. I've always said it's kids first, and you will see that coming through her pores. I don't care who you are. When you meet her, you know it's kids first. What always. was she doing last night? She was actually helping to set up a classroom last night because there was um, the, one of the schools is still trying to get a few more teachers in before uh, we officially start here coming up soon in Volusia County. And uh, I was there with her last night, and she's setting up a classroom. Uh, just a part of the dedication that um, – that she has towards us for the last 20-plus years. So, And that's one of my platforms, too, that I've talked about when our need for education here and as our infrastructure grows. It's not talked about. You know, we have a um, um, memorandum of understanding uh, regarding education, right? When developers and builders come in, it's talked about that there needs to be correct infrastructure in place. Yeah. It's one of the things that all municipalities check off. But what I've discovered in talking about the explosive growth going on in Volusia County, really the state of Florida, but I'm Volusia County centric yeah. because that's where I am, and Deltona as well, is one of the components has been missing. We talk about infrastructure. We have enough shiny buildings yeah. to put people in, but we do not have enough educators. We must do something about that. I think that we have some good people working on that, but we have to quit talking and not having that part of the equation is that having enough educators, especially in the ESE, um, because we have a lot of kids out there, and, yeah. and I'm passionate about defending children's rights. When we talk about children's rights, this is part of their right to a fantastic education. So I don't get into subscribe to the extremist talking yeah. and in interfering in our Board of Education stuff. We both know that it's politically charged. 
right now, so much to the point that the governor pierced the veil of staying out of local politics by, and let me finish this yeah, one, no, no, by it. piercing the veil of having the state talk about anything in a local municipality. He got involved with the, the Board of Education races by endorsing people. So that's why you see me dressed up as a handmaiden talking about women's reproductive rights up on a dais because he allowed me to do that by interjecting there. And I'll talk about that every month because we're interested in women's reproductive issues now suddenly. So anytime I get to talk about a period or how you can help with menstruation products, I'm going to. Because if we have to hear your shit, you're going to hear about ours too. It's going to be reciprocity there. So I'm going to back up and talk about kids' rights. When we talk about kids' rights, kids have a right to have educators in those seats. They have a right to have the best educators in those seats. And the educators deserve the right to have the support that they need to do this. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, that's we're going to have to. I got to write that down. Listen, that's going to have to. What smoking? We're going to have to. We're going to have to take content, and we're going to have to have one whole thing about education because you know that's a big one for yeah, both of us. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. What I what I'll say is uh, obviously uh, I love. Uh, I'm a big fan of the governor of the state of Florida. Um, uh, kudos to Governor Sanchez for a lot that he's done in the, in the last uh, two years he's been governor. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes Dana may not agree, but it's okay. Uh, what I'll just tell you is that, look, uh, first of all, I'll address the issue with the whole menstruation products. We are working towards little by little, um, ma- making sure that in Tallahassee we get something done on some of these things, like with tax incentives. We understand it's, it's, a, it's a big issue for women. Um, and what I'll just tell you is uh, <laughs> i got to throw that in there. i got to throw something because you just came you out of nowhere. Gone. I'm like, you what the fuck is she doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, we're talking about it. We're talking um, about but it. listen, I, on the, as far as the governor interjecting in the, in the pot, look, the reality is is that, you know, we're doing it all the time. I, you know, even if I don't always agree, the reality is is that it's happening at the federal level. It's trickling down little by little to, uh, you know, to the local level. Um, it's something that the governor feels strongly about, about a number of school board members and what transpired as far as mass mandates go and this, that, and the other, which I am not a believer Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> wait. Okay. I just want to clear this up. I want to, and we talk about this, fact from fallacy. We have challenges, <laughs> right? Wait, 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 wait. All right. All right. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So. I'm going to let you whole... interrupt me, even though I was ni- even though I was nice to you, Dan. I'm going to let but, you interrupt me, but go ahead. It's okay. Don't worry listen, about it. Listen, it's not like right. you didn't know it was going to happen. Well, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Listen, I'm giving you a chance. You guys can see where I'm I'm starting to get a little high pitched right now. Where it's just now I'm gonna now it's gonna start getting underneath my skin here. Go ahead, no, but go ahead, my dear. Go ahead. You do you. I just want to separate. It is my sincere desire to separate fact from fallacy here. Okay, go ahead. Let's talk about the the mask mandate and how we got here. Okay. Was the governor's directive? Was it that? to listen to the local health departments. Wasn't that the governor's directive? It was It was to take the advice of the local um, Department of Health. And what was the Department of Health's advice? And at the time, if I remember correctly, because I have to go back now several months, mm-hmm. uh, it was that it is uh, to follow along with what was happening at the federal level, which was that they should be wearing masks and so forth and so on. However... I hear, however, but there is a level of local control that we should have. That while the Department of Health, that's a recommendation. Hey, listen, it is let's not the home rule. Then let's talk about right, that. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Now. It was a recommendation, and mm-hmm. while the school board, with the exception of a few who were trying to fight against it, what I'll say, the school board voted in favor. Although it was some loosey goosey thing that I saw in Volusia County, which I wasn't crazy about. The reality is on the issue of the mass mandate, especially at your public school level. The issue here was we started making all kinds of caveats on, like, when they can wear it, well, you couldn't do it at the football game, and this, that, and the other, and then what do you do about kids who are, like, eight years old in elementary school? You know they're dropping those damn masks on the ground, and the shit's getting dirty, and then they got to pick it back up and put it back on. They're sharing with their friends. I'm going, what are we doing here? And then that just creates a level of hysteria. I, on the other hand, was saying, look, if you want to wear your mask or you want to have your child wear the mask, I got no problem with that. Hey, I'm all for that. What I'm just saying is, is that I just don't want to see a mass mandate because I, I don't think it has the level of return that a lot of these folks are talking about because they're not being used most times, 90% of the time, they're not even being used properly. And if you really want to get into it, the N95 masks is what every should have been, every, um, everybody should have been wearing, and they weren't. We were wearing these little tiny surgical masks where if you go into a hospital, you know just as well as I do, the doctor's going in there, checking the wound really quick, because I used to work in a hospital back in the day in the Navy, and you know what you do afterwards? You pull the mask off, you throw it in the garbage. No, what we're doing is we're walking around with a mask all day long. I'm going, it's bacteria, it's bullshit, it's, it's garbage, it's cruddy. 
You gotta be kidding me. And she's laughing because she, you know, I'm right. That's why. Oh I just like seeing you get. Yeah, I know you saw me, right? <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right, she knows it was coming. It's okay. So I she did. caught me. She caught me about two weeks ago in the in the cigar shop, a cigar hustler, and I forgot what we were talking about. And and I, it was it's probably something political. Anyways. And so then uh, she caught me off guard, and then I just went on a rant for about two minutes, and she like, I got you worked up. <laughs> and that's when she came up with the whole idea, Eric, we should do a podcast. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Whatever side you were on the mandate, mm-hmm. the facts are, and this is where we meet in the middle, mm-hmm. and this is what we understand. At the time, we did the best that we could with the information that we had provided. We were in new territory here. You can, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Okay, see? We're getting in the middle, yeah. okay? So this is what we're talking about, where we want to get to. No one knew, okay, you had a deeply divisive subject, and I don't think that anybody's um, goal was to be in control, but it was to protect children, and everybody was So say you, Dana, however, but there are people who pay attention to these things. I've told people since day one, when we start talking about mandates, especially coming down from the federal government or even the state level, which I'm not always in favor of, even if my party does it from time to time, I'm not a fan of these things. What I will just tell you is that people are watching, and sometimes, in my personal opinion, the wrong people. And the idea is, how far can we get away with the American public? And that's what I worry about, because I don't know if the voters are always paying attention 100% to some of these little nuances, and they just kind of go, oh, okay, okay, well, it's for, it's for my health, oh, it's for this, it's for that. And before long, maybe it's the, the libertarian streak inside of me as a Republican. I just worry about our federal government doing overreach which I'm going to get into on this whole 87,000 tax agents that we're, we're, ta- we're talking about now, which is complete horse shit. But anyways, we'll get in that in a second. But go ahead, my dear. Go ahead. Oh, man, you are going to get me going on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the wind-up, people. Yeah. That's the wind-up. <laughs> this is why we talk about these, and that's what we're talking about. Like, what's smoking this week? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These are real issues that divide us, but that also we can have a conversation yeah. about, you know, I believe that we're a couple of years down the road now. We know a lot more. I think that we make, as a public, more informed decisions. And I think that we can make even better decisions if we didn't have such divisiveness on, you know I what I mean, agree. on either side. Because, listen, I'm a big fan of personal rights, and mm. I'm a big fan of personal rights until they infringe on somebody else's when we're talking about masks or you're talking about noise ordinances yeah. or you're talking about political signs. Yeah. You know. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dana. So she knows how to just uh, just tweak me up a little bit. So, uh, so I'm, I wanna, prin- I'm just want to let you know I am the princess of the Segway. Yeah, I love princess it. No, no, of, I, I like no. That's great because I don't do the Segway shit too um, all that well. But I, that's great. So here's what I'm going to tell. I try, but in a very passive aggressive way. And Dana will probably call me out every on it every time. Yeah, every time. We'll get into something federal real quick that I think is a big uh, two big issues that are coming that came up a lot this week. I yep. saw it all over Twitter, all over social media. It was in the news. But I, I'm going to come out with one of my isms here. So, obviously, Dana, being a local city commissioner, um, you know, has some challenges with the way political signs are being um, put out there, right? Yeah. And what I would just tell folks is this. For some candidates, and many candidates, actually, that's sometimes the only way they can get their message out. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be respectful of the right of way. And I also, and I get the whole idea behind littering your city or your county with signs everywhere. But for a lot of candidates, the only way to do it, and I would just tell the candidates, do the best you can to respect the right-of-ways. Try and go. Try to figure out the, where the right-of-way starts and ends, and then you can kind of get your signs over there. But I will tell you this, though. You know what really fucking irks me, Dana? I'm sorry I dropped the F-bomb, but I just I can't do this. I was in my car driving down with my wife and my kids, and I just started thinking about this a little bit. You know what really irks me? I hate when candidates purposely put signs in front of other candidates. Now, if you're doing that or if you bless that as, your, you know, as part of your campaign team, then you're a friggin' Momo. I'm sorry. And a Momo's a moron idiot. Something I used to do when I was in New Jersey, right? Growing up in New Jersey. You're a Momo. And so I'm going to tell you, if you're doing that, you're hey, a Momo. Breathe. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breathe in a second. Okay. That annoys the living daylights out of me. Hey, if you came to the party late, get your friggin' sign out and then go find someplace else. Don't start covering other candidates who already took the time, got out there, and trying to respect the right of way. Uh, that's just my my ism for for today. And the, wanna, mom, the mom on the on the signs that yeah. really bugged the living daylights Listen, out of me. Listen, and I'll tell you this: here's what happens too: is that you have, and just like you know, in society, period, mm-hmm. you have a couple that'll screw it up for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I know. One person pees in the pool, everybody's got to get yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, oh, know, and it's I true. Know. My issue as a city commissioner is that I'm taxed with the job yep. for almost a hundred thousand residents. Yep. Not all of them are running for office. I got it's it. It's a very small that are running for office, okay? 
litter is a big thing in our city. If you come off of any of our on off ramps, you'll look. It's like litter, and I hate that. Littering to me is it opens up the whole shopping cart debate also about taking your carts back to the return, the corral. Yeah, you're going back to the whole. It's a it's a broken it's windows. Back. It's a broken windows concept that used to be back in the day, right? Which is if you leave it unchecked, the broken windows, people come by and they yep. break some more windows, and then yep. you have vandalism. But I don't, but Dana, and I hear you, and I and listen, and this is where we get into it, right? A, a little bit about the whole green part. I would agree with you, Dana. I think that once again, I think we should be mindful as a city, and the candidates, I think, should be respectful of that. However, I just say, Candace, do the best you can to get as close to the right of way uh, as you can. I don't get too, I don't get too hung up on how many signs are there. Sometimes, um, I know Dana, Dana's more particular about it because as a city commissioner, I, I live here in the city of Daltona, and obviously, I don't want to see my city littered with stuff. And I don't think the campaign signs are. What, I I wouldn't it's term them quite littered. Listen. It's, yeah, it is too. No, I when they're not no, phrased, it's only it, temporary, and it's, then you know it's going to come up. It's an eyesore, no matter what. Okay, and here's the thing: the bigger picture, the bigger issue, is that if you have a candidate that can't even square away themselves in the simple task of putting signs where they should go, mm-hmm. it says a lot about how they're going to conduct their time in office. You don't have. I, listen, I'm just going to be pointed too. Rant while I got while, rant while I'm you smoking, have, my cigar. You have signs. You had signs and still have signs out there with no disclaimer on them, which is like, oh my God! The first part of learning to be uh, an elected official is learning how you get there. You know what I'm saying? I don't disagree. So it says a lot. So it's not really. It's about a bigger issue than just the signs. Okay. They're ugly. They serve a purpose. And listen, I'm a candidate too. I've been a candidate. Don't know if I'll be a candidate again. But I've been a candidate, and I understand that. But I was very, very particular about where my signs were placed and how I picked them up after the fact because I thought it it says a lot about how are you willing to work within the public? How are you willing to conduct yourself as an official? Are you going to tell everybody else to do something and then – you're going to play by your own rules. All good correlations. Uh, Dana, I don't necessarily disagree with you on some of those correlations. I get it 100%. I really do. And, and obviously it's an issue for her. I'll just say this, that um, let me go back to the original one. If you put your sign in front of another candidate's sign, you're a friggin' Momo. I'm sorry. I just, I can't, you know. But other than that, hey, candidates, be, please be respectful of the right-of-ways. Um, and, uh, you know, and let's try to have you know, as, as clean a campaign scene as we, as we can. You know what? And we can do better as, as, as municipalities is that, listen, we know that, that politics are divisive right now and they're heated and everybody's fighting for their bit of real estate. Yeah. And I understand that. And perhaps we can come together and be better beforehand. You should have candidates and their workers at a meeting with the city and understanding everybody play by the ground rules, and that's been a concern, and I've had candidates call me that like, oh, the rules were this, but then they were this, but then they were this, and we talk about that overcorrection, yeah. right, that that it's like a sinking ship. If you have a sinking ship, then you must adjust the ballast to overcorrect, yeah. and that's, we're going to do better next in two years. We're going to do better in two years. Okay. I believe it will have more in place. We'll now that we know there's a problem, we can get together and solve the problem. There's something else. We just did, Dana. Can... We came somewhere in the middle. We said can't. But some of this is personal responsibility, though. I don't think it's just about the city as well. I think it's about personal exactly. responsibilities. And I think it's to your point, Dana, which is candidates, do a better job, please, um, because you should not be putting your stuff in the, in the middle of right away. Yeah. I, listen, I've helped before in campaigns, and I've probably been a little guilty of it just in the heat of the battle. All I'm going to say is personal responsibility. Candidates, please do the best you can. Keep them out of the, out of the right of way. And if you've got to sign in front of another candidate, you're still a Momo. Anyways. Yeah. Hey, um, did you see, uh, did you see um, uh, Mark Barker gave us a, a kick? I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. fantastic. He's, he's listen, a, I, I, I listen to Mark. I, sometimes I don't agree um, with Mark on some of his passionate. stuff. passionate. But he's passionate. And you I, know I, what? Uh, he gives zero fucks. Well, I know, I know that. I Trust like me, people I know. like that. I, know, I like people I like that. They can't be bought or well, sold. I, and well, no, I agree. I think you should be hey, real. We don't always get it right. No. And we're vilified. Oh, when Democrats! We don't. I know that for yeah, definitely. I do. Don't I don't think that. he's a. De- I don't think he's a Democrat. No, no, I'm not saying you, but you he said we, a- and I just I figured Democrat. I'm just gonna go there, anyways. So I no, listen, I Mark Barker. I may not always agree with it, or maybe it's just because he may not have all the information at that moment in time. Yeah. So he's only writing on something that he is um, either thinks is, yeah. um, you know, what he thinks is as a known fact at that moment in time. But yeah. for what he does, 
I think overall does a good job yeah. in trying to get to the vote. He's uh, going to come on. He's going to come on. Is he? Yeah. All right, good. We'll do it then. He's, yeah. He's going right. to come on. Who do you, you want to come on? Oh, I'm not going to reveal that just yet. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to reveal that you just know who yet. I want, you, know who I, you know who I fangirl over who Uh-oh. you need to bring on? Who? I need Sam Garrison. Mm-mm. I like him. We'll do that one of these days. Uh, let's see what we can do. No, I'm just putting. That I got We got We got We got to build momentum on this I thing. I understand that because he's, put- he's going to be big time. At but some listen, point. I understand I just, that. But he's for the little people. Oh, he is. He's so awesome. That's what I'm saying. He's awesome, big time, but awesome, he is awesome, for the little people. Awesome, awesome, awesome individual. I can't speak enough about the individual. Can so. I start? I, I need to start the romance right now. Right, you can start the romance. Sam Garrison. Just, I re- just don't don't gush on your friggin' microphone Hold please, on. with all that. Mr. Garrison, I just want to say that I'm a big admirer of your work, your past work. And that you're one of the Republicans that I admire. So I fangirl over you and the fact that you are a fair man. And I just want to say that out loud. Now you have to say something nice about a Democrat. Anyway, so getting on the, uh, to President Trump's raid this case. week. Oh, go no, ahead. No, no, oh, okay. let's so, talk no. Let's talk about so, well, I, I, I know a Democrat that's very nice. Like, I, I'm looking at her right now. I, oh, and I love you. Thank Don't worry you, about it. All right. So we're wait, getting, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about the raid. Yes. Because okay, we have like two, I, we only have a couple minutes. I, want, I just want to highlight on this really no, but, quick. Okay, okay but yeah. I, want, I need to set the stage. All right, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. You watch Shit's Creek? I have not, no. It's, it's on Netflix or one of these or one of these shows. I don't know. I just want to say when Mora has the meltdown about her fucking wigs, that was Trump when they broke into his safe. But they broke into my safe. Oh, like they were, that's where he keeps his hair pieces. No, it ain't. But I just want you to keep in mind. Listen, I want to. So Creek, Mora. <laughs> go ahead, bro. I'm going to try and get into this really quick. Okay, because go ahead. I, I for, my, for the Republicans out there listening, and even for a lot of Democrats and MPAs, I just want everybody to take notice of what's going on over here. So, first of all, look, there's going to be people out there that you're not necessarily going to agree with, right? And I get it. Trump is one of those individuals. He can be very decisive and though just the way he, or divisive, I'm sorry, in the way he speaks. I get it. I'm not always the biggest. Trump fan of the week comes out. I'm still very uh, classic. I like my presence to be a certain way and so forth and so on. That said, my concern with what's going on with this raid and whatever you want to call it is it just sets a bad precedence. I was just talking to an uncle, my uncle not too long ago. He lives up in New Jersey. Wait, I, how, how, why does it set? I need to understand because that. Because it's just setting the stage because it looks political in nature and just setting the stage at any time a president leaves office, let's just go after them. And I don't think that's the right thing to do. I don't care if it's President Obama. I don't care if it's President Trump. I don't care if it's President Bush. I don't think we should be doing that. Uh, it's just me personally as an if individual. If it's part of an ongoing investigation. Yeah, look, and, and, and so to that point, look, if Merrick Garland's got something out there, then Merrick put it out there. I mean, and I, I'm hearing that he may come out with something. But right now, it just looks very political. And I want everybody to understand, I just put something up on our on a Smoking Truth podcast I did it the other night. And I want everybody to know on the Twitter feed for Smoking Truth um, podcast, um, Dana and I um, both control it. So you'll see things on there sometimes from the right and the left. It's not that I may be personally endorsing yeah. something that from the left, and it's not that it's something that Dana's going to personally endorse from the right, but it's something that we want you all to see yep. and have that conversation about and so forth and so on. And Ari Fleischer, who used to work for the Bush administration, um, uh, George, uh, George Bush, W., um, you know, known Republican, co- you know, is a commentator out there on a, on a bunch of different channels, and a lot of times you'll see him on Fox News. And he put um, a, a kind of an, uh, an opposing viewpoint of indicting or not indicting and what's happening here. And I think if you get a chance to look at it, you know, I think it was nicely done on Twitter. What I'll just say is this, is that if you got something the president, make it happen, do what you got to do. I'm just, but if you don't do something soon, it's going to look very political in nature here. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and beyond that, I don't know if it's setting a good tone for the rest of our country when we go down these paths. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. Look, I'm going to bring something up right now as a Republican. Several years back, when Obama first took office, um, the, the, the gentleman from, uh, from Kentucky, whose mind is escaping right now, whose lips don't move that much. You know. Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not always his biggest fan. But anyways, he came out right after Obama was elected and said, okay, now it's time to go, you know, in essence, right, to paraphrase, we're going to go after him. Now, I know what happens in politics behind the scenes, and I get it. I really do. I understand that some is the objective of one political party to try to figure out a way to oust, although it shouldn't be because we're supposed to be about country first, um, but I know that happens. But when you clearly state that, you're sending a clear message to everyone that's out there listening. And that, to me, was a problem then. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a problem right now, what we're doing with, with our former president. Uh, regardless how you feel about him, and I know he stokes passions on both sides, I just worry about the precedence we're setting for down the road. All right? That's all my stick on that one. Oh, and then, huh, then we're gonna, we got this, you know, this anti-inflation bill, which I heard, I saw on Twitter, somebody goes, well, listen, you know, if, if there was zero inflation last month, then why we have an anti-inflation bill? But anyways, um, tax agents. Folks, I want you to understand something. 
87,000 new Sometimes agents. Sometimes I just have to let him roll because I really Thank fear you, for baby. his. I, I, I do it. fear for your yeah. health. And no, so no, I'll let don't. You go. I'm in good condition. I'm like strong as a bull, I think, anyways. Yeah, you smoke uh, a lot of cigars, though. Yeah, I and do. you drink a lot of what? I drink, I drink rum and, and, and but, uh, whoa, whoa, but don't make it like I'm a, some sort of like alcoholic, girl. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, but I do, I do rum and I do whiskey, but rum is my thing nowadays, yeah. Cause, yeah. Okay. yeah. Go, so, go ahead. 87,000 tax agents. I want everybody to put this in perspective. The British Army, last I was reading somewhere, was 81,000. We are eventually going to have more tax agents than they have in the, all of uh, the, the British Army. And that, to me, is complete horseshit. You think they're coming after the rich on all that? No. They're coming after me, you, everybody, the average American, and they're going to squeeze every dollar because the government has a spending problem. It's not a, it's not a tax revenue problem. It's a spending problem. And what they're going to do is going to squeeze us. And so I, there was another comment I saw that goes, hey, the rich have a pay attorneys. The poor pay the IRS. I just want to leave everybody on that one. I just remember that. So just remember, the more we have to do that, the more of our money that we get back, okay, and the more investigating that is done because they're not coming after the people that make 50 fucking thousand dollars a year. They're coming at all the shysters that are hiding fucking money, that are lying about money, that are taking, that took loans perhaps that didn't need it. I could, uh, I'm not going to say anything, but I know at least a couple of state representatives. Whoa! I didn't say in Florida. I'm not even go I there. didn't say in Florida. I just said a couple of state representatives. From That's the, the country, shit yeah. that they want to go after, brother. They're not coming after. They're not coming after you, Eric. It's am okay. I, am, I, am I being Buy a cigar. Am I being, uh, being You are being a little conspiratorial right now. No, I'm sorry. That's that. That's that healthy dose of libertarianism no, I need that comes to, out. Listen yeah. here. I need to take your red temperature right now. Okay. Down. Yeah, it's no, okay. Oh, yeah, you should know over here. okay, brother. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, it's going. It's yeah, going right it now. Is. It's freaking okay. going right now. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I just let it spin because he'll eventually run out of air. He does. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So we talked about that. Um, listen, I want to tell you, too, that, you know, I, the, the growing up Democratic, the things that my Democratic values were talked about were talking about social issues, that we took care of one another, that it takes a village to raise a child, that it takes a village to make a community good. And, you know, I liken it to this, and I've made this analogy before, that I think that where we differ when we talk about, I love and I respect conservative, good conservative Republicans. I do. I know, you, and you said it to me a million times. I, I, know, I do I know. say that. And you know this, too, that I work across the aisle. To the behest, my party gets pissed at me sometimes. Know. You know that. Yeah. I've had my party come after I've had, me. I've had a few people come up to me and, you know, just our friendship, and they've commented, like, oh, you know, you should be careful with her. And I'm like, dude, I love She's great. She's passionate. I don't always agree with her. But, hey, she's got to – she's. She's got to say her piece, and because there are what people. Am I that, doing? Yeah, she's I'm a, taking care of people. She's got people following her, and then it's not just in for Dana. It's not just political, you know, spectating sport nonsense. It's just honestly, it's what she truly believes, and I can respect that. I may not agree, but I can respect that. I yeah. do honestly. And I think that with that being said, I think that what I grew up on and my beliefs and things that I wanted to explore during our podcast and just in you know personal development, right? And mm -hmm. as we talk about getting in the middle, we talked about like. It's almost when we talk about conservatism and Republicans, it's almost like, you know, if you look at it, because a lot of the stuff is founded on the Bible, you know, when we yeah. get back to the Bible and, and the commandments and things like that. Like, God is the Republican, okay, the Republican Party. When you look at God that way, God is the one that set the rules, jealous God, you're going to do this, authoritarian, da-da-da-da-da. I'm just right. telling you what, what I grew up on and how my politics were shaped. No, I got it. Democrats being more the Jesus-y kind. You know, when you get to the New Testament. I see, the I, I, I see yeah. Old Testament, New Testament. New Testament. Testament. I got exactly. It, I got it. So there's still, part, there's still the same part of the same Bible. You know what I mean? I know. It, but we've gone way off camp there. We've gone way off camp. And I think that sometimes it's misconstrued that because that we want socially responsible programs and we want to take care of the people that we do have to agree on that there is a disparity between the have and the have nots in our country there is and, it and, is. and we need to talk about that in a civil way because not all of the haves are crooked and not all the have nots are just systems 100 you know I mean? and we'll get as we we'll go get into yeah, as we go more into the, in the coming weeks and as this podcast begins to grow We'll get into a number of those issues, and honestly, I really want to say that it really is an honor and pleasure being here with Dana. My hope is that we grow the living daylights out of this thing because I really want people to come, even if it seems like disorganized 
friggin' dysfunction shit that you know you hear on the, yeah. on the on our show. Know that we're trying to get somewhere, and at the end of the day, Dana and I will still be friends no matter what because yep. there are things where she'll come up to me on social issues like how do we take care of folks and. She and I may disagree a little bit on some of the, the high-level stuff as far as uh, or the more granular issues here and there and what the proper role of government should be or not be and where do nonprofits take over and, uh, and, 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 and yep. kind, of, kind of bridge the divide a little bit. Um, but we ultimately know that there are people out there who do, they, don't, they don't have. Yep. We know that. I know that. I agree with you 100%. They don't have, and we should be getting to a better place, and hopefully Dana and I will do that for you all as well. And, and that's what we're talking about here. It's fun to have conversation, but at the end, we need a more civilized form of dialogue yeah. that we can sit down and we can talk to because you have two people here that we really care about the community. I'm sure that the guests that we bring on care about the community and we want to talk about those things. We want to talk about how to get to the good place and yeah. we want to talk about the things that we have in common. Both Eric and I care deeply about our community and are trying to uh, bring programs to learn, teach people how to help themselves. We're trying to make it cool to, yeah. you know, you don't have to always go to college either, right? No. We, we need to embrace the diversity of our community. And, you know, I get poked at because of my uh, relationship with developers. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I hear. I hear. So I hear, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I do, because I am, I am painted sometimes as anti-growth and anti-development, but I am not. I am good for making our community better and with that comes a great responsibility with developers uh, coming into the community. I want them more community-based, and I really yeah. want them to understand the community that they're coming into and not just plopping down some cookie cutters and running. Yeah. I want them invested. And, no, and, and you I know, I will tell you a good one, a, a big one right now, is Amazon is doing a lot for the people of Deltona right now with uh, sending their people out. They have a lot of people that are socially conscious, um, they have an amazing program there. I did a tour with Amazon. So Amazon is one of the big ones. And we have a couple of uh, developers that have really stepped up to the plate as far as sponsoring um, organizations or nonprofits and sponsoring programs. You know I'm big on doing yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? I know, I'm I big know. on doing um, things that the community can gather together. And we have a lot of great people in this community uh, doing that. So as we move forward, we really want to talk about those things. So... Um, keep on. We want you to write in to us. We have Gonzo. Yep. Is Gonzo here today? Gonzo is somewhere. Yeah, Gonzo's here. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> Gonzo is our loyal uh, mail guy, and each week Gonzo will be bringing us. Uh, we want to end the day with our hero of the week, um, and we're going to do our five minutes at the end of the show, the spin cycle, yep. and that's where you can write in, and we want to talk about the things that you want to talk about. Get those emails in. We need the content, folks. Get the emails get in. Get the emails in because if it's important to you, it's, it's important. important to us. Yep. It really is, and we want you to know that. Um, I want to also tell you that um, not next week, but mm -hmm. the week after, we will be having our first guests on. Um, Eric and I need to wrap up the show today. Um, we're only here for an hour. This is how we get in trouble. You and I, I know. Could be talking for two more hours. Know. You know, and so for a first show, I'm thinking not too bad. I mean, look, we could always make little adjustments here and there, but I think we've done a pretty good job overall. I want everybody to understand that today was more about, I know it was a, couple, a bunch of different little topics, but I want you to get kind of the, I want you to kind of get a feel and the flavor, right? Yeah. Full, full flavor, right? Yeah. I want you to kind of get a flavor of what we're going to be doing coming up and uh, in, in our, you know, uh, podcasts that could be coming up in the future. But we kind of went around a couple different things. That way you all kind of get a better understanding of where we're coming from and what we're trying to accomplish. Some shows will be definitely much more specific probably on yeah. certain issues. Some may just be us rambling about whatever. I'll try to open up with something that maybe my kids just don't appreciate me. Or, There's uh, a lot of that, by the uh, way. We could be spending a whole show. Yeah, yeah. my so, kids really don't appreciate I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> how to uh, Listen, how to get in touch with us. Uh, there will be some more information. But if you're on Facebook, come to our page. Uh, join us, seek us out. It is the Smoking Truth Podcast. You can find us there. We're on Twitter at Truth Smoking, at Truth Smoking. Yep. That is our Twitter. Come find us. Leave some remarks. We want to get your mail. Gonzo at the smokingtruth.live. I think our production crew will take care of putting that up yep. also. We'll keep the content going. And listen, guys, we just really we want to welcome you back. Thank you for allowing us to come to you. Uh, we'll be doing this every week. Um, 
And I got to, we got to check with Vic on some shit too. Vic, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get in. Yeah. $25, you're already into him. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Vic, we'll, we'll introduce at some point to the mysterious uh, Vic. We'll yeah. get into that. Yeah, we'll at some, get into yeah, Vic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What would Vic do? What would Troy do? Well, you're going to meet yeah. a wild cast of characters <laughs> yeah. in, in our lives. So for today, guys, thank you for joining thank us. You. We want to wrap it up by saying that, again, if it's important to you, it's important, important to us. us. Yep. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Come see us. Content will be posted soon and every week. We love you guys. Take care. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. This has been The Smoking Truth with Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo. Listen for new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. This has been a Mike and Mike production.